Okay, now, tell me about the hash bars. So what do you want to know? Well, hash is legal there, right? I mean, yeah, it's legal, but it, it ain't 100% legal. I mean, you can't walk into a restaurant, you know, uh, roll up a joint and start puffing away. You're only supposed to smoke in your home or certain designated places. Those are hash bars? Yeah, see, it breaks down like this. It's legal to buy it, it's legal to own it, and, and if you're a proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry, which doesn't really matter because, you know what, the cops can't stop you. It's illegal for them to search you. Searching you is a right the cops of Amsterdam don't have. That did it. Man, I'm fucking going. That's all there is to it. You'll dig it the most. But you know what's the funniest thing about Europe? What? It's the little differences. I mean, a, a, whole, lot, a whole lot of the same shit we got here, they got there. But they're, they're just a little different. Examples? Well, in Amsterdam, you can buy beer in a movie theater. And I don't, I don't mean no paper cup either. They give you a glass of beer, like in a bar. Like in Paris, you can buy beer at McDonald's. Also, hey man, you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? Nah, see, they got the uh, the, the metric system. They, they know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. What'd they call it? Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. what they call a Big Mac? Well, Big Mac's a, a, a Big Mac, but they call it Love Big Mac. Love Big Mac. What do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go to fucking Burger King. But you know what they put on French fries in Holland to the ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. God damn. I seen them do it, man. I don't mean a little bit on the side. They fucking drown a minute. Ugh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was good. That was pretty good. That was not bad. That wasn't that was <laughs> unlike our last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a... I appreciate that cold open. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Howdy. To uh, the latest installment of Egg in a Bottle, I am your co-host, Kyle Watts, with my boy Mark Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing that, so been testing yeah. the levels. <laughs> uh, what you just heard there, if uh, you're not aware, and you should be, <laughs> was a conversation between Jules and Vincent from the film Pulp Fiction, discussing Vincent's trip to Europe and the adventures therein. I could go for a whole movie of that. And I could also go for a whole podcast like this, <laughs> which is why we're here. Damn straight. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? I am. Uh, I feel like I've been here since eight in the morning because I, I have. have. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. Yeah, I've I've been here all day. Ugh. It's uh, it's also the problem of like it was really cold this morning and it was freezing yesterday. Oh yeah. And uh, there's some there's some sketchy business going on outside, and I don't mean. That. What do you mean that? <laughs> I don't know. What do you? <laughs> there's mean like global warming. Yeah, there's just some there's some business going on outside. There's some business going and on. And I'm not a not a big. Some fan ancient of god it. is not happy <laughs> with no, us. No, he's not. No sir. Not at all. Is there a god of ice? Yeah, I believe his name is uh, Ice Man. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Sub Zero? <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Frozone. <laughs> I'm out of ice related heroes. <laughs> What's uh the 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 Batman villain? Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. How do you slip our mind? <laughs> the most obvious one. I'm sorry. It's all right. But it is cold outside. Cold as dick. Yeah. If, if dick were cold, cold outside. That song's about sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> so baby, it's cold outside. You, you know there's a line in that where she goes, hey, what's in my drink? <laughs> there is. It's so gross. Really? Yeah. It's so <sighs> weird. It's a weird song. Strange era. Correct. Strange Correct. era. God. Very interesting era, though. I mean, if you think sexual assault is interesting. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> this is not what I, I mean. I know, it's not what you meant. <laughs> but, oh, God. Oh, in case you guys haven't noticed, it's uh, just us just us today. 
Yes, sir. Just the boys. Just the boys. We uh, we wanted to do something a little different. Um, something a little more intimate. Something a little. Mm, <laughs> God, get the music. Her. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, but we uh, we kind of wanted to do a uh, somewhat of a soft reboot of the show because um, a Bumblebee style soft reboot. Yeah, because I mean the. It's not that we were displeased with the way things were going in the, you know, 12 weeks prior, because we're not. We're really However. <laughs> however, we are very proud of uh, what we've done, and um, but we just want to make it better for you guys. And uh, for you, the 10 who listen, I mean, <laughs> you, like, I mean, I'm not even being, like, flippant about it. Like, 10 people at least consistently listen to this program. And I thank you very much. I claim at least one of them because it's me. One of them's me. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, Mark. One of them's, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, Mark. I do comment on the video sometimes. You're the only one that comments. This is hilarious <laughs> to me. You're like best video question mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the best video. It's killer. But um, so in this new soft reboot thing, we want to put the program up on um, iTunes, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, wherever we can. we can get it up. And um, I want to say that on air, so we're kind of forced to do it because I feel like me and Mark have been talking about this for a while but neither one of us has had the inclination time or drive the drive <laughs> to figure it out and how to do it we just keep putting it up on YouTube with all the little uh, little problems therein with the uh, little ums and the o's and the Yikes. empty space things that really kind of aggravate me but apparently not enough to aggravate me to do anything about it until now um, as, as far as like if anything's going to change. Not really. I mean, I talked to Georgia yesterday, actually. Really? I, I saw her on campus, yeah, and I was like, you know, hey, uh, in, do you want to, like, be on the show again? And, you know, and she she was like, yeah, of course, and um, we might change up the days that we record these, which shouldn't affect, j- just simply to compensate for different guests, like if Georgia wants to be on one day and, you know. Yeah. It, we, we we might just change when we do it because it doesn't really matter what day we do it just so long as we do it at you know 230 which is mm-hmm. about the time we do it um so yeah we might change that but that shouldn't affect you guys in any way because um, I'll still wait till Friday to upload <laughs> yeah like we'll still put it off and put it off because I mean me and Mark are gonna try to edit these things a little mm-hmm. bit to make it a bit more of a pleasant listening experience you know instead of Two hours and 45 minutes where 40 minutes of it's kind of crap. You know, maybe we'll just put up the two hours or something like that. But, um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> God, see, you, you'd cut that. You would cut that. Yeah, yeah, I would. I wouldn't because I think it all adds up, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think it's a case-by-case basis. Correct. Um, as far as the third host, I, all I can tell you <laughs> is that... Uh, me and Mark are going to be the two consistent members on here. And for some of you, it's going to make you run to the hills. And that's fine. However. <laughs> However, um, if you do stick around, uh, me and Mark are going to be, you know, your two consistent hosts, which we kind of have been for the entire run thus far. And um, we'll have different people on. Like, I want to have my friend uh, Demetrius on at some point, which you met, Mark, I believe. I think you were there. I think so. Um, Couldn't tell you. We got some people who wanted to be on today, but we uh, we knew we were doing this sort of solo gig. Solo gig, so we were like, yeah, yeah not 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 this time. AJ, Bo, you'll be on. Eventually. You will. I promise. Sorry about today. <laughs> yeah, it's just it wasn't a good time. We were uh, 
We've also discovered that four is a bit of a crowd. Oh, four is. <laughs> no offense to Austin or Richard. No, not none. But four is crazy. None whatsoever. It's We've sim- only got three mics. Yeah, and it's only because it's the logistics of it. It's mm-hmm. our fault because we didn't, you know, we aren't prepared for four people. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And, <laughs> and I would not blame Rich or Austin if they were disappointed blame, with I'd our setup. blame Austin. <laughs> Why? With, I don't know. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> shit. <laughs> He fought for your country, my He'll man. He'll listen to this and be like, Mark, what the hell, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we loved having him, and we, and we want him to have back, because I want to talk to Rich about Akira. Um, I still need to watch that. I will I bring it to Blu-ray you. Blu-ray. Uh, we'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you, I'll bring it to you tomorrow. I'll bring Sick. it to you tomorrow. Nice. Um, and I want to have Austin back on at some point. Talk about the war. <laughs> to, well, I, I honestly do. Like, I, I want to... I wanna learn maybe, about his... Uh, yeah. Learn about his experiences. Um, I think that's interesting. So, um, I'm very interested in, like vet culture Mm -hmm. and um like vets coming home and you know the kind of welcomes they receive because i wouldn't say we're hostile to vets as much like we're not like vietnam hostile or anything (laughs) like that but um i do think it would serve us you know as citizens to kind of understand a little bit more and you know at least Mm -hmm. let them know you know we're listening we will listen if you want to you know tell me about it no, I, I don't know if he's experienced you know horrible things. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know that much about what he did over there. But, um, you know, I I just think it's he it, hasn't been over there yet. Well, well yeah, I know. But like, I don't know if he's like if he's <laughs> in boot camp. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen a man lose three out of his four limbs. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I I don't know if like ne- by the time we have him on next time, he'll have yeah okay. been over there at some point. And, and I don't know. You know, some combat people, experience. Yeah, some some people it doesn't affect them. You know, I'm sure some people aren't affected by it very mm-hmm. much at all. But um. You know, I'm sure they have stories anyway. But uh, so that's kind of on the docket. Um, other than that, uh, business as usual. Uh-huh. For the most part. Yeah, it just was. Um, <laughs> now, when you say business, it's pretty just us like fucking around for an hour and a half. Yeah, which yeah. is cool, which is fine. I dig it. Um, a couple of guests we want. We're obviously gonna have on some more. We're gonna have Tristan on. We're gonna have Hannah on again. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, it'll just be a constantly shifting third chair, which is a... The old revolving third. The revolving third chair, which is a quote from, I believe it's from the PlayStation Beyond podcast back Dude, in the day. Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> Mark did something with his eyes that really... I just went cross-eyed. Yeah, it really freaked me out. I've never seen, <laughs> never seen you Dude, do Dude, because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, no. so... Uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, but for this episode, this episode proper, <laughs> I kind of want to. I don't want to say it's a. <laughs> it's a more intimate episode of Egg in a Bottle, and by hell that yeah. I mean, hell yeah, my pants are off. <laughs> <laughs> my pants are wet. <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> um, and by that I mean I just. I had a plan of discussion for today. I even brought some books to assist my discussion, but um, I did not, <laughs> which is fine <laughs> and normal. But I wanted to talk with Mark about really whatever we end up talking about. But kind of where I want to put us on track towards the track I want to put us on is on this podcast. We talk a lot about entertainment, and um, see. The first hell, I mean, the first four or five episodes are just us listing things, listing our favorite pieces of media you know, that we'd have, you know, experienced in our life. But we never really talked about what specifically in entertainment and in storytelling, like what about them stuck with us? Because, I mean, 
there are things I like, but they don't stick with me, you know? Mm-hmm. But then there are things that, like, I'm not even sure I like it, but it sticks with me. You're right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there are things I just I just marvel at, and it pisses me off that it's so good. Because I'm like, like, this is it. How you know? dare you be so goddamn perfect? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I remember reading, <laughs> I'm sure I've told this uh, on the podcast before, but I remember reading King Lear, and, like, mm-hmm. I got to the last line, and I wanted to chuck the book out the window because I was pissed <laughs> off. I was like, what the fuck? This is perfect. I can't go up now. Yeah, like, the bar's been set, and I'm never going to get close to it. But, uh... <laughs> Sorry about I'm that. I'm gonna cut this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of the big cuts we'll put in. But um, so Mark, what's up? If you want to start it out, oh um, shit. <laughs> or I could start it out. No, no, no. I can start. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. So tell me a little bit about um, what is it you look for in a story that like not necessarily something you like? Because I mean, we'll be here all day just listing things. You know, I I like you know protagonist with beards you know and i don't mean like something like that but i mean like it's purely sexual it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i mean like what about a piece of fiction makes it stick with you any piece of fiction i'm cutting on this dead air i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i mean yeah I, you know we need it little little uh what's what, what's the word cleanliness you know cleanliness. clean up the dirt yeah fuck this is kind of hard i should have thought about this before the podcast. that's all right um maybe it'd be easier if like I gave you something I know you like. Okay, so Got you. Um, I know you like Power Rangers. Hiya. So why? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and and I don't mean so much. At, and I, re- I really want to pick your brain about this. Like, mm-hmm. what about it? God, didn't we plan to do this like weeks ago? I think we did. We had a plan like this. Because anyway. you were like always, and you're like, why does Mark like Power Rangers so much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does he keep fucking talking about but, it? <laughs> but we never like actually had a discussion yeah, yeah. about it. So, so let's start there. Like, what okay. about? Power Rangers has made it stick with you for so long. Okay, well, I, I have an answer for this. I already have an answer, which is great. The thing about Power Rangers and any team-based, even if it's not a superhero thing, I always from the get-go have loved the idea of people coming together for a common goal, right? Right. As corny as that may sound, I love it. I love when people from different, you know, uh, different social groups, different, like, you know, places on the planet, you know, different races, religion, whatever, they put aside those differences like, hey, we need to do this. Let's come together. Let's stop being pussy. Let's just do it, you know? And and Power Rangers, you know, whether you think it's a kid's show or not, it does that. It teaches that to kids that, hey, teamwork and working with your friends and not, you know, holding people to certain things is very important as an adult in life and whatever, and I like that a lot. I like teamwork, dude. I like teamwork. I like teamwork. That is the teamwork show. It's the teamwork show. It's th- like Voltron, but I guess. <laughs> well, the thing that's always struck me about Power Rangers is, I mean, obviously it's corny. Well, see, I don't want to <laughs> no, say it. No, it is. But it definitely is. There, there's a difference because I was gonna say corny, but what I really mean is campy. It's campy, and there's a difference because campy is not bad. No. Corny's, depending on who you ask, but campy's not inherently a bad thing to me because, like, I've been playing Resident Evil too, <laughs> and that's a campy ass game, but yep. I still love it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Metal Gear Solid. A lot of people love it. I'm, I'm not the biggest solid fan to be honest with you but um but people love that series and you know it's very campy i i've isn't his stealth mode he just puts a cardboard box over him and like walks that 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 is a way you can play <laughs> the game man but that's kind of like it's cheap... not some power ranger shit i swear to god it really is well i mean like oh, and there's god. even in like metal gear solid 5 where you can like spray paint like naked girls on it to like distract guards and that's stuff like so that funny. and they'll like run up to you and you can like just judo flip them <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> um but yeah um which 
other than that about uh, Power Rangers, like, I always felt personally kind of intimidated by going into it because I didn't know where to start. Well, the great thing about about it is that it's not like Marvel where if you miss the f- 17 movies before, you're totally lost. Each season is standalone. So it's like the season begins at the beginning. Correct. And then the season ends, and that's the end. Yeah. Like, there's not... Well, like, the first four seasons are what's known as the Saban. No, it's the Zordon mm-hmm. era, because they're all based around, you know, that character to some degree. Right. I think all the way through, from Mighty Morphin, the first season, to In Space, which I think is five, those are connected. Like, when, when uh, Mighty Morphin ends, Zeo starts. When Zeo... I can't believe that I'm remembering <laughs> these things on top of my head. When Zeo ends, Turbo starts, and so on and so forth. Right. But after that... When it starts going, when it was owned by like Disney and Saban, each season there might be like like a small reference to other seasons. Like if you get it, you fine. But your enjoyment and the your 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 understanding is not based off the previous season at all. So is it the same? Like is it the same story every season? Like okay, these are our new Power Rangers. This is how they get there. Is it like that, or is it like some seasons show the origin, some seasons start out? Oh, they're already Power Rangers. Yes. So that's okay. Some seasons are different. Some seasons are very different. Uh, one of the seasons, uh, RPM, which is regarded as one of the best seasons in terms of like storytelling and like the, the character work. When we start the season, three out of the five are already in. Like they've been doing mm-hmm. it for like a year. Right. And focus of the first three episodes are green and black, learning how to be, you know, Power Rangers and mm-hmm. becoming a team and all and all and all that. And then there are some where you you get these characters from the beginning. They know jack shit, and they have to learn. Right. Now, which do you prefer? Do you prefer like the start halfway through, or because you've I, I bet you've seen the origin like so many times, you're kind of like sick of it at this <laughs> point. Yeah, I mean, it they're all different, but at the same time, it's basically the same thing. You yeah. know, it's like these group of kids happen to be at the right place at the right time. They find either it's like a gem or a, something. It's it's always some some shit buried <laughs> like yeah. dude we're the Power Rangers it's mm-hmm. weird because in some seasons they know what the Power Rangers are and sometimes they don't which is fine I guess so it's like a like they're like whoa we're Power Rangers now so it's almost like Power Rangers ex- exist it's, in this universe yes, uh-huh. before the characters become correct so okay. in that instance I guess all of them connect but it's not like you have to know you know uh, the villain from the fifth season behind to un- un- to, you know to to get this one it's like whatever right. Um, is there any like Power Rangers stuff available on Netflix or Prime Video? Every season for real of Power Rangers is on Netflix right now. Is that true? Yes, I might every season. <laughs> I might look into it because I, I I've always been on the like the boundary of these like morning cartoon toy shows because like when I was growing up, <laughs> yeah, when I was growing up, SpongeBob was the thing and Gang. Disney Channel and Ben Ten. Danny Phantom. Things like that. Teen Nick and, you know, iCarly and stuff like that. These shows that, you know, I have a lot of memories with, but I I fully acknowledge them, you know, are not good. Except SpongeBob. SpongeBob's like the first Uh, three. Ben 10 is amazing. Well, 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 Ben 10 too, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, the first three seasons of SpongeBob are like exceptional. And now it's. Yeah, it's like, man. It's been a long time since I watched SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. But um, ever since, I think, I think Steven Hillenberg left. Really, I think was the well. He's dead now. Yeah, I'm like he died. Yeah, he died recently. So I guess he did leave ALS. Uh, they're actually doing the Band Geeks song at the Super Bowl. Nah, are they really? It, I think they're doing it because Roger Bombass, who voices Squidward, mm-hmm. is introducing oh, Maroon they Five. Better do it, bro. Yeah, I, I, I hope they do, and I hope it's not out. just like a little like 
Sweet victory. No, like full out. Yeah, I want the whole thing. Yeah. And um and I I hope they I hope they start the show that way. They I think that'd be cool. That'd be sick. Um I especially love that they got Squidward's voice actor to do it. It's cool, yeah. To do the whole uh <laughs> the whole uh, let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, so but I, I've always wanted I never watched Transformers, I never watched um G.I. Joe. I never watched these. I was never a big G.I. Joe fan either. Really? It seems weird. <laughs> it's very, it, it's. I say camp- it. Yeah. Like me of all people saying it, it's, it sounds weird, but it's, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like I never personally got into these, frankly, these shows that were made to sell toys, you know, in That's a lot of ways. Is, and, and, and I know that it's a bit different than that, but. Um, Nowadays, but before. Before it was, it was just s- to sell toys. Exactly. And, um,. I I wonder like because I'm more patient because as I know if I watched it when I was a kid I'd probably be like this sucks but like but like I'm You're like a, seven like there's no character development in this yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no and like I was you know if it, it it had to I don't know I had the specific taste when I was younger where it was like it really limited what I watched but mm-hmm. um like I was really obsessed with playing the Call of Duty campaigns. <laughs> Like, like <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm serious. I would like wake up in the morning before school and just like sit on my brother's Xbox and just play, you know, storm through these campaigns that felt like 40 hours, but they're really like eight. See, I'd wake up before school and hurry up and flip on the TV so I wouldn't miss the new episode of Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and I did that, you know, for a time too. I would watch cartoons. I would watch like Robot Boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember that one. Robot Boy. <laughs> it's uh, Robot Boy. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> and, uh, I'd watch, uh, what else did I watch? God, what else did I watch? I think it was, uh, well, Ben 10, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold. That was good, actually. That was a great show. Um, and I I want to say, what was another one? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Basically, I watched what, because, you know, you know, for a couple months, they would be like, okay, from... 7 to 7.30 is this cartoon that's playing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in a couple months, they'd switch it. So, like, yeah. I would just watch whatever was on, and, you know, I'd get, you know, attached to that. It's just kind of how I did it, unless I wanted to play video games that morning or whatever. You're right, you're right, you're right. Gears of War or something <laughs> like that. God, I was Before playing. first grade class, you had to play some Gears of War. I'm, I was playing Gears of War in, like, third grade. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was insane. That's crazy. Was first ga- Gears of War 2 was the first game I ever heard the word fuck in a video game. <laughs> It was That's fair. I mean, me and my brother, when we heard it, we just looked at each You're other. You're like, dude, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> did he really? <laughs> like, he just said, fuck. <laughs> I, I actually remember playing Dante's Inferno, too. You played that game? I never played when it. When I was. It seems insane. <laughs> it is insane. It's massively inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Um, And, like, I was, like, playing it when I was in, like, third grade and fourth Jesus grade. Christ. And I was like, every time my mom would walk into the room, I'd, like, stand in front of the TV to, like, kind of block what was happening. <laughs> and, like,. I never ended up God. beating it because I just it's too much pressure That's to fair. like to like hide what I was. No, I I wouldn't care now. But and <laughs> now I don't play it because I, I mean it was a good game, but it was like meh. it was like God of War, like yeah, the yeah. old mm-hmm. God of War games, um when the hack and slash combo type games were a thing. We're in, yep. And um, but anyway, so I want to try out Power Rangers for the reason that I want to see if maybe that. Because even, you know, like, last year I wasn't a big campy guy. Like, I, di- I didn't care for campy stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't like Japanese <laughs> works. Really? A lot like of... Re- well, other than, um, like, live action stuff by Akira oh, okay, Kurosawa, yeah. Kenji mm-hmm. Mizuguchi. I'm butchering his name, but it's like, he's a director. His name's Kenji something. Okay. And he made uh, 
really good movies. You know, guys like you know cinema in like the golden age of cinema when uh, these guys were working. You know, Kira Kurosawa is one of my favorite directors of all time, and uh, you know he's made at least two of my favorite movies of all time: Seven Samurai and The Bad Sleep Well. Nice. I think those movies are exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just. I never got with the anime. I watched a little bit of Attack on Titan, and I only <laughs> stuck with it because of how massively violent it was. Jesus Christ! And I was just like, I was like, I, it felt kind of taboo. <laughs> to, like, what? Even Ew. even then, like, it felt kind of taboo to be Damn, watching this. I love watching these big people eat these small people. Well, yeah, it was <laughs> like it was very strange. It was my first, you know, interaction with these types of things, and you know, it was also kind of cor- campy though. So I was kind of corny. Like, I don't really like it. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just I couldn't get with like when I played I tried to play Metal Gear Solid couldn't do it I I tried to play Final Fantasy I recently I can't play those Japanese genre of games I just can't I can't either like even like something symbols like the menus are weird and all the settings to play like all the inventories are weird I'm like I don't get how this is enjoyable I just I like the games mostly until the characters open their mouths. And then I'm like, okay. Wow, okay. Nice you know. bad dubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, and, and I think it, I, I really do think it helps sometimes to have the Japanese just listen to the Japanese voices. Because yeah, yeah. they clearly, the dialogue was written to sound better in their language. And, you know, when it's translated to English, it doesn't always sound very good. I think Dragon Ball Z sounds better when it's dubbed terribly. Really? <laughs> I, I, I think that it adds to it for some reason. That's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but like I pl- like when I finally understood camp was actually recently when I played Resident Evil Two. Like that game's campy as hell, but I got it. Like I understood. I'm like, okay, I see where I see, like I enjoy this. This is hilarious. Like Leon Kennedy is the most oblivious, <laughs> just moron. Yeah, he's he's like, there's a scene in the towards the beginning of the game where a guy is like stuck behind a garage door and he's like, help me out, help me out. And they're Have talking you seen to, this? Yeah, he's like, I'll get you. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, he's like. He like give me your hand. And he like grabs it. He's like give me your other hand. And he starts pulling him right. And this dude's just like wailing. And like you just and see for this... some reason Leon's keep pulling like he's gonna be okay. Well, he does that, and it, like just some blood just splurts up. And he's like, hang in there. Clearly <laughs> 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 torn in half. Yeah, and then he rips him in half. Just as he pulls his his like top torso. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I'll go get help. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like he doesn't the very very beginning too. I've heard a couple people talk about that scene because it's hilarious. It is, and it's so hang in there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, the he's, people who made this game are dead. not stupid. No, they knew what they were doing. They knew how people were going to react to this, <laughs> and, and they nailed laugh. it. You know, it's hilarious. And it was, it's so colored who Leon was, which is this absolute boy scout <laughs> who just does is just such a freaking. Dunce. <laughs> Never like, seen combat or anything. Right. And like I mean he he's like twenty one in the game. Really? He's yeah, like he, fresh he's, out the he's academy young. or something. Like it's the first day on the job. <laughs> and Zombies. He, yeah. And um What a shit way to start the job. Well they actually told him like don't come in. Don't like, come in. Because like things were going on and he was like I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta see what's going on. I feel bad if I didn't show up my first day. <laughs> <laughs> and like I just I I and then there are, like, pieces of it interspersed where, like, he'll be walking through, like, a dark corridor and be like, you got this, Leon, you got it. And, like... That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Like, I, like he's not... He, he's campy. Yeah, he's But campy. he's not complete... Like, there's still some realism to mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? Like, if they don't pull too far one way or another, like, just when it starts to get too heavy, 
you have him <laughs> he's like hanging there he'll trip he'll like trip out some blood and bust his ass or yeah like it's just it's nuts and uh you know claire's the same way the the, the other character you can play mm-hmm. she's exact she's completely oblivious <laughs> doesn't understand what's happening i mean you wouldn't right well yeah no but, one would understand what's happening but like there's a point like in the game if you shoot as because you like Unless you get lucky, like you can put fifteen bullets in a zombie's head and it's still coming at you. I've seen that. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> and it's well, it's because the virus in the game is like it's not exactly how zombies are. It's not right. It, it is like mutated people, right? Yeah. Well, it's like the undead. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're indestructible, basically. Cool. Well, you know, until you destroy their it, head. As, mu- as much as one can be being a corpse. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I remember playing Resident Evil 4 where you'd pop some dude's head off and a tendril would pop out instead. I was like, like, oh, God! <laughs> and, and, like, it was just random. Like, sometimes it would happen, sometimes it wouldn't. That's terrifying. That's why I never play the Resident Evil games. They're fucking scary. That's why I didn't play them, bro. And, um, but yeah, so, but there's a scene where, um, or, like, there, there's, a, like, this mechanic in the game where if you're shooting a zombie and you shoot it, like, five times... They'll be like, "Come on, what the fuck!" Like, like the, the they'll like comment, like, "God damn it! Like, why is this thing still <laughs> See, up?" That's awesome. I like shit like that so much. And um, but it starts to wear on you a little bit because like it'll be like six hours into the game and they're still going, "God damn it!" Like or like or like, you should know yeah. by now what's what the deal is exactly. Or if like you shoot one and it's like down and it gets back up, they're like, "What the?" <laughs> like literally, that's how he says it. That's so funny though. And it's like after four hours or so. <laughs> It's like you should you shouldn't be surprised anymore. That's so funny. You really shouldn't be. Uh, that's hilarious though, man. But the fact that they <laughs> are is what makes it so good. Yep. It just it makes <laughs> what the <laughs> what the they're fifty zombies. Like I don't get why they're still doing this. <laughs> well, you have no reason to believe that they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. What well, what is proven to you otherwise? <laughs> the, hey man, the facts are all there. <laughs> but um, that's funny. Yeah, like they knew what they were doing. Come on. Like, and I just, excuse me, I respect that level of camp now, Mm -hmm. which I didn't before, but, um, so yeah, that's why, (laughs) bringing it back to Power Rangers, um, where it belongs, (laughs) where it belongs, uh, that's kind of why I want to, I want to go back and check it out, but I'm watching, uh, I finished the Punisher season two, nice, which was pretty good, we could talk about that, do you want to talk about that? Before you do that, I'm going to finish on the Power Rangers thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Real fast. So, yeah, it's campy as fuck. But I don't think when it wants to be serious and it wants to tell a good story, it does. Right. And, yeah, it's made for kids. Yeah, it's stupid, like, spandex wearing fuckheads fighting, <laughs> you know, just clearly dudes in, like, a costume. It's fine. Yeah. It's not the point. And it, isn't no, sorry, it true that, that the, like, the uh, they would use the fight scenes from the Japanese version yes. and just put English... That's so yep. funny. It's funny. That's amazing. Because every season of Power Rangers is adapted from a show called Super Super Sentai in Japan. Uh-huh. They just bring it here. They'd use all the action scenes and dub it over. Right. So you can obviously tell because they're fighting and then they got <laughs> the actor from America be like, ah! It's <laughs> 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 dumb shit like that. <laughs> or I don't know why they had him do it, but every time like they make like an arm motion, like, that's what they're like. That's how they talk. Yeah. It's like, you will not ever <laughs> defeat us <laughs> it's like why do they why because they have you to you're ADRing <laughs> in like a studio and you know what's happening but don't do it like that <laughs> I think they did it until recent seasons because now Power Rangers has more money they're owned by like Hasbro they can afford to shoot their own stuff now mm-hmm. like they'll still use the props and the costumes from the Japanese but they don't have but they can totally make their own season right it's uh I'm just waiting do you think we're gonna get a sequel to the live action movie they released recently yes, they better 
but do you think we're gonna get it? I think it's already confirmed. It isn't like really post production. Trying to work work out the schedule for all the act- the actors and stuff. I, I don't think w- a script is written, but I think they're like, hey, we need to do this. Because this is a Red Ranger. Doesn't he play the douchebag in the latest season of Stranger, Stranger Things? Things? Yes, he does. That 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 could be a conflict. Because if I was him, you would you wouldn't want I, to go I back would, to Power Rangers. Well, I would. Stranger Things season season three is already filmed though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't 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 care. Shit show. Go back to Power Rangers, Daker. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I thought season one was good, but I think season two kind of lost the magic a bit. But then yeah, it, it kind of gained the magic too, and like and Steve now and I don't like care. That. It's been too long. Yeah, at this point, I'm kind of like I don't give a shit. Like yeah. the the show it ran its course. Let's just let's just put put a pump the brakes. Nail in the old coffin. Yeah, let's just let's just park the car now. I know you haven't seen the the Power Rangers movie from last I year. I have not. I know I I know a lot of people that have seen it and have liked it. I'll be the first to admit, as big as a fan that I am, it's not that good. <laughs> the movie? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It tried to bring it up to the modern age, and some things in Power Rangers you just cannot change. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Like uh, I don't. The people are like, oh, the suit designs are weird. It's fine. It was supposed to be like. It's supposed to be. I I know what they tried to do like foreign like it's from from a, like a different planet it's like weird bio skin like it's like it's armor but it grows on yeah, you yeah like, I've seen it's it. like a second skin yeah layer. I've seen the trailers mm-hmm. yeah and I get it and I don't get like the Zords you know they're big the big robot yeah the big ro- robots that that they mm-hmm. get in it's like a T Rex and a you know you know something like big that. big like mega like toy looking things. yeah like toy looking things and uh-huh. it, they look they look weird. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it, again, you I, know, you know what I think it is. They try to explain everything that doesn't need an ex- explanation yeah. at all because they're like, "Oh, these these swords take on the form of the strongest being on the planet." I'm like, "So why doesn't it take the form of a gun? <laughs> like, <laughs> why does it take the form of an extinct animal?" I don't get your your reasoning here, yeah. Alpha, <laughs> yeah, or like an atomic bomb. Or yeah, just something. I mean, I don't uh... unless like the the swords on that planet just like. Uh, they just like breathe like atomic breath or something. <laughs> I don't know, but, but they did change things for them better, which I did like a lot. Like uh, Zordon, the big floating head from the old the, uh-huh. old the old show, they made him the Red Ranger of the last team, Uh-oh. which I like a whole lot. And his team died. Wow. And the only way that he survived is uh, Alpha Five, his like little friend, put his life essence into the ship. Mm-hmm. So now he's like like <laughs> like you know those little pin art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a wall yeah. on the ship, and he kind of controls. I think that's, that's cool. That's cool. It it was neat, like seeing Brian Cranston's. Pin I love face. I love him in that movie so much. Yeah, he was a good choice. He's so cool. Um, and Rita, who's like a space witch, she was the Green Ranger on his team. So oh. I like that. There's that connection there. See, I love when they do shit like that. And then they do dumb shit, like make Goldar just pure gold. <laughs> okay, in the show, Goldar is this weird monkey bird man. <laughs> right. He's at, he has gold armor. He's like Rita's bar second. Gold. Can, no, okay, so, it's fucking stupid. So Goldar <laughs> on the show is this monkey alien thing with like gold ar- armor on and a sword and wings, right? Mm-hmm. Like falcon wings. It's metal as fuck. Yeah. And in this one, they made Rita like a witch in its purest form. Like she controls like the elements, and her putties are just concrete. She gives life. Mm-hmm. Back in the show, there's this monster that had clay figures, and he put them in like a big printer, and it, they copied them but bigger. <laughs> 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 Shit like that you cannot change. Yeah. And then Rita goes to like a gold mine and just pulls the gold from the ground and makes it into a big monster. I'm like, that's not that's interesting. Weird. It's gross. <laughs> so like, what is the gold thing 
Is he just like one of those printed things in the show? He's just a monster. Like he, he's like one of a kind. He's just a okay. monster. Like he, he can talk. Mm-hmm. He's just a dude. But the putties are just, just basically your drones. You know, your yeah, your troopers, fodder. Your, yeah, your fodder. Your things to can fight. Fuck up for like twenty minutes until they have to fight the big dude. Yeah, right. And now, in, in the putties in the in the show are just like they're just concrete. So yeah. that's kind of cool because some of them have like stop signs in them or like a piece of like a traffic light, and that's cool. Yeah. I guess. And you punch them, and they just like crumble. But I think it's yeah. cool because in this one, the rangers have powers when they're not morphed. Mm-hmm. So like they're stronger and they're faster. But a normal cop cannot take on a putty because if I punched him, my my hand would shatter because they're just concrete. Yeah, <laughs> you would die. Yeah. Oh god. That's a. Uh, so is that like lore friendly to like have your powers without the suit on? Depends on the season. How, well, what do you consider? Because I want to ask from like, what do you consider lore? Like, what in regards to that question? Like, what works for you and what doesn't in terms of lore? Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> See, it's weird. It's really weird because some seasons the powers that give them the ability to morph also gives them powers when they're not in the suit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's another one, uh, Dino Thunder, is what it's called. It's another dinosaur-based season. And, like, the Red Ranger becomes super fast, like a T-Rex. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Ranger is the Triceratops, and he has, like, unbreakable skin, like Luke Cage. But I guess he's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Cool. And the Yellow Ranger is a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say potato. No, no, no. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's a potato, the most famous <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, she's a pterodactyl, and her screams, like, hurt people. She's like... Black Canary, I guess, okay. in that aspect. It's funny because she's a singer. And some <laughs> seasons like SPD, where they're like, where the Power Rangers are like a government space cop, mm-hmm. they were given powers because their parents experimented on them. It's weird. So there is no definite lore, like you know, definite like this is what ha- what happens. It's different mm-hmm. all the time. It's weird. So like. I forget like what what lore question I had for you uh, a second. <laughs> oh right. Uh, so so do you prefer the con like the concept that they don't have powers outside of their suit? Or do you prefer like? Because I think it's kind of neat to think about the like. It's a whole like uh, what's I'm trying to think of a good superhero like alter um, Iron Man. I was gonna say that you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're nothing without the suit. Mm-hmm. Well, is he? You know, it's that kind of question I have. With he's he he is he, he is he is he's he's shown that definitely. And I think that's an interesting thing. Could be an interesting thing with the Power Rangers, but if you kind of give them powers without the suit, well, they kind of are. I guess it does kind of take something away. Like, why do you need it? Yeah, I mean, I guess in this one you do because if you punch that rock monster, you're gonna shatter your hand. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I I do think it's more interesting when they don't have powers when it's just them, and then they morph and like, oh, cool, we can flip and shit. But mm-hmm. uh, in most seasons where they don't. Because of what they do in the suit, they kind of learn to defend them themselves outside to a certain degree, you know. Yeah. So they can still fight, but they can't take a lot of damage. You know, do a lot of damage. They're still dude, but they can they can fight. Yeah. So with the suits, are they? <laughs> Sorry. Are, are they like are they like little phones they keep in their pocket and just go morphin time? Depends on the season, buddy. Depends on oh, the season. Oh God. <laughs> In one season, there's sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> and they whip them out, and they flip them on, they press a button, and they do it. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and most of them, they are phones, or it's something like their wrist. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like they're like, morphin' time, gotta go, and they like, pull their suit out of their bag and like, God damn it. put it on. See, I know it looks spandex, but I think it's supposed to be like armor. 
like skin tight. Yeah, but it's, it's like a second it's layer not of skin. Actually, spandex, you right. know. <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, RPM, which I think is one of the best scenes ever. If you're gonna watch one, start with there. RPM. Yeah, RPM. Okay. Uh, it's it's so dark. Actually, it's like this Terminator esque future where an AI takes over and kills about ninety percent of the planet, and that's episode one. <laughs> so the story is there's this one domed planet. And the Power Rangers are just protecting that one spot on the entire. Planet. Everything else is dead. Everything yeah. else is gone. Mm-hmm. And they 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 make a lot of jokes about like the lore. Power, they're, like they're fucking with Power Rangers. Right. So the Green Ranger is kind of like the audience. What's it called? Surrogate. Yeah, he's audi- audience surrogate. He's like he asks the doctor who makes the suits. He's like, "Why are we wearing spandex?" And she she does every. Episode. She's like, "It's not fucking spandex, man." <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Where did that air? Was it on Disney XD or something? Depends. It was owned by different things a lot of the times. It was uh, JetX for a while, and then it was Disney, and now it's owned by Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's owned by Hasbro, but Nickelodeon is showing it, you know? Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to check it out, man. Do it. I'm so, a little I'm a little. A little start excited. with RPM. What's the season? I think you answered this already, but what's the season where like each one kind of like – is an animal like each suit kind of represents an animal? Oh shit! There's am, a couple. <laughs> am I okay? Okay, because I thought this was like uh, one season. There's Wild Force. I think that's what I'm thinking. Wild of. Force is like ah, uh, 2002, 2003, maybe. Because I remember seeing commercials there's a wolf for that. Ranger. There's a wolf. He's kind of cool. Oh, is he but blue? Is he the blue one? He's gray. Uh, blue is a shark. Of course. Mm-hmm. Does he have gills? Does he have a dorsal fin? He's just a normal boy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he does get like a dorsal fin on, on his suit. Actually, I could be wrong. Does he look like a <laughs> on ta- his back? Taylor, Taylor Lautner <laughs> <laughs> from hit film. That's Shark, Shark Boy and Lava, Lava Girl. Girl. <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't watched this season in a while. That's rough. There That's was a, a period where movie. I tried to go through and watch this season that I know that I didn't watch before. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll go through Wild Force, whatever. I'm like, I can't get through these. <laughs> like these early seasons are not as good as I thought they <laughs> that they were. Right. It starts getting good like 2005, 2006. Then it sense. dips 2010, and it's 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 kind of bad right now. <laughs> What's the current run at the moment? Uh, Ninja Steel? Dog shit. How long has it been going on? Uh, Two years. Wow. See, what they do now is they do a season. They do normal, like, Ninja Steel, and now they, they do another season, Super Ninja Steel. I hate it. <laughs> They're just milking a season until it dies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird, probably, right? probably just hit the reset button. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'd like? What's that? Um, in terms of Power Rangers, what I think would be really cool is, and you can tell me if this is like kind of oh. myopic <laughs> a little bit or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, is if they had like a situation where the Rangers have like hung it up for a while mm-hmm. and they got to come back, you know, like these older men as yeah. men and women as uh, Power Rangers. I think that would be cool. I think this, <laughs> I think you're gonna like this. What's up? A medieval style Power Rangers with like castles and shit I think would be cool as fuck cause like if their armor was like actually like plate armor armor and like helmets were like real helmets do they get giant robots how do you explain that don't say catapults (laughs) (laughs) trebuchets I was gonna say please (laughs) (laughs) come on get the armor bullies Blue, get the leg. I'm trying. <laughs> That's funny. That's gangster. I would like oh, that. Fuck. I'd like that a whole. I would mm-hmm. watch that. I'd watch the fuck out of that. There is actually a comic that I bought and read called Soul of the Dragon. It's a Power Rangers comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Green Ranger, the original Green Ranger. I don't know why, but he's sort of the face of Power Rangers now. He's been maybe five Rangers, I think. 
green, white, red twice, and then black. He's been mm-hmm. in a lot of seasons. Uh, it's where he is in the future. Just not the future. It's older. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like fifty or sixty, and his back is all fucked up from fighting for so long. He has like a mechanical implant in his back so he can walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's hung up. He's he hasn't been a ranger for a while. His son is a like a space cop. Yeah, and he leaves. You know the fighting to the Power Rangers now, but his son gets kidnapped, so he has to bring his old busted, you know, morpher back. And it, it only works like a little bit. Like it doesn't work all the time. Like he'll morph, it'll do for a second, then it'll cut off because it's so old. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's interesting as fuck. That is interesting. And Using I think this... he uses up like all of his he only has like five charges. Like one for each ranger that he's ever been. So when he's out, he's out. Oh. Yeah. So, so can, you can, he only, he can morph only morph a couple times. Five times. Is, is that a constant thing? Well, he's not connected to the grid anymore because he's not part of the team. Okay. So he only has that morpher, and then he has his one charge per suit, and he's done. <laughs> okay. Does he use them all? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't 100%. you? One hundred percent. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a moron. <laughs> it, it, it'd be a shame if he used one and just never took the suit off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> I don't think that would work. <laughs> Sitting on his couch. No, there's this one interesting thing because there's, there's a current run of Power Rangers comics, which I really like. Uh, it's the old original cast of the first season, but it's more modern. It's more. Delving in like the, the the social and like emotional consequences of being like like a, a superhero, right? Yep. And the Blue Ranger, who's always been like the nerd type, he doesn't take his suit off, like even even when he's in school. Like he'll take the helmet off, but he's he's so scared of having a fight all the time that he keeps it on him all the time. That's interesting. It is really interesting. He's nervous and he's like anxious and he's like his teammates aren't like, dude, take it off, pussy. He's like, no, I get it. You keep it on for as long as you fucking, as long mm-hmm. as you have to. But we'll work to a point where you don't. And I love that a lot. Yeah, that they're a supportive, b supportive. I love that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's really a, take it off, you puss. <laughs> it's an inter- interesting look at PTSD, which I mm-hmm. think is an interesting like narrative in anything, really. Um, but yeah, I will check it out. I, I'm, Definitely, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna let you know what I think. Lightspeed Rescue RPM SPD. What do those words mean? Those are different seasons of Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I kind of want to talk about Punisher season two just a little bit. What's I don't, up? I don't, I don't have that much to say about it. Um, it was I. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. We're done. Move on. No. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was fine. Uh, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Um, s- pretty much the same way I felt about season one. Only I. I. I think I preferred season two. Yeah. Same. Maybe a little bit, but not by much. Um, simply because there was just a just like a micro bit more action in season two, not by much. But I it was think. better. I think. Yeah, uh, that too. I uh, like uh, the characters were better. Like John Pilgrim, I think is a better villain than Billy Russo. Frankly, uh, I, I, <laughs> I actually prefer John Pilgrim. I think I think he was the like, scary church man, the scary uh, former neo-Nazi type dude. Yeah, I saw this news story for like, oh, the villain in Punisher Two is an alt right. I'm like, is he though? Yeah, like there's no reference except like a faded tattoo you see one time. Yeah, and he's like. He's talking he's to Frank's friend. If anything, he's talking to Frank's friend. What's his name? Curtis. Curtis. He's like, man, in my past life, I would have judged you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are you racist? Oh, fuck, he's a racist. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's... now he's not. He's a changed man. I know. It's like an inter- It's an interesting. Now he didn't change for the. He's still better like in Like it was kind of a man. lateral move yeah, almost. Yeah. But uh, the fact is, he. By the way, spoilers for Punisher season yeah, two. By the way, yeah, that's true. we didn't fuck. Um. Yeah, I think it's interesting, because, I mean, I-, I remember some people, like, I remember reading that, too. I was like, fuck, what is this? And then, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like what are they... What are they doing? I, yeah, like, season? I don't want... 
I don't want I don't, this to be like a pl- yeah. like political thing the whole no, time. No, I don't. I just kind of want to watch Punisher shoot people. I don't want the Punisher's Which, main villain, like, I don't want his name to be like Fonald Slump. I don't need that in my y- Punisher yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like I, didn't, I didn't want him to be like, you know, and there's a little bit of like some like... Flurry Slinton. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Um... God damn it. Virtue signaling. There's, ah. there, there's a little bit of it in the series. Yeah. Not much, but there's a little bit. Um, it specifically reared its head with um, Amy. <laughs> and, and, and not in every scene, but like there, there's one scene where Frank asks her to sew his butt up because he got shot. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what well, do you think? Because I'm a girl, I know how to use a needle and thread. You're the only fucking person in this bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck. I just need you to help me. Sew my ass. Yeah, like that is, <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. Be- anyway. That's lamb shitting, I guess. Because she's like, oh, he's like, no, shut the fuck up. I think that's the show being like, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm asking. Which I like. I, yeah, and I appreciated that too. Mm-hmm. Like then. Although there, there was a weird scene where Frank like <laughs> is like, kids got no respect these days. Yeah, I was on the damn phones. Like, come on, Frank. Yeah, like, what are you? And, and You're they like, like thirty. Yeah, Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, like, come on, dude. What are you doing? And like, I mean, yeah, I, I that seemed a little bit too yeah. on the nose in the other direction, <laughs> um, which. I guess that's the big thing. Like, a lot of... That's, like, my main complaint with this season is, like, too much of what I don't want, not enough of what I do want. Frankly, the last 30 seconds is what I wanted all of season two to be. I think that kind of took a, took away from the season just a little bit. The the last 30 seconds? Yeah. Mean, it did, because it's like, oh, shit, we'll get that in season three. No, we won't. No, because I thought... Because <laughs> I took the end of season two as, like, okay, Frank is changed to some degree. Like, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's still going to do his thing, but not as intense. Because yeah. he saw what could happen with the three girls that he thought he killed, which he should have killed. Yes. And then at, we'll the, end, he, that at the end, I thought he was going to like recruit these kids, and he just guns them down in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like 18, 19. This could be they're their kids. first dr- drug deal. Yeah, they're and kids. And he just machine guns them. Yeah. It's and ins- he's enjoying it. You can tell he's enjoying himself. Yeah. Holy shit. He's, he's got the leather trench coat and everything. He, he, he uh, looks like the Punisher. He's got the laugh of a mat. Yeah, that Finally. looked full Punisher. Like, he looks trench like coat. the Punisher. Like, a, it was a nice spray-painted skull this yeah, time? Yeah, it, it was the skull with the, the bulletproof vest. How do, you fa- how do you hide two ARs in a leather jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I wanted more of it. Because he pulled them, I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and... I think the issue with it was, and and I've read this uh, criticism online before, is that what they were saying, like people were saying, he's doing the exact same arc that he did in season one. I agree with that to a point. But um, I read something interesting where they said basically the, the, the true arc of Frank in season two is that he's learning to accept his role as a bad guy. Mm. But... At the same time, at every opportunity, the show was trying to imply to me that, that he's no, a good that guy. That he's a good guy, yeah. because when he fucks up and guns down three women, because he's because he's you know, like just red bloodlust, yep. you know, like there are consequences to that. And I thought they were really gonna like go there. I was like, okay, like this is cool. This is like taking another step up. Like mm-hmm. I like this. This makes sense. And of course not. No, of course they just shot him. Yeah, they can't have you know. Frank being the dubious character that he is, because he's a dubious character. That's what he is, though. Like exactly. The, like he's a psychopath. The Punisher is not a good guy. No, he's a every s- like in comics. Every 
hero is like, oh, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> and he is. Nobody wants to work with him. Yeah, because he, he's he, insane. He, he's more, he is, man. And I just, that's what makes him interesting. And I know some people are like, oh, I don't want a one-dimensional killing machine. You know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of me does, but like at the same time, that's not really what I'm asking for. What I'm asking for is um, I don't. Saying he's one-dimensional is implying that he's, he likes what he does. Yeah, like you don't have he, to he like what you have do, to, do. but he has to do it. Yeah, he feels like he has an, like an obligation to clean up the streets, and he, he'll do whatever he fucking has, even if it means machine gunning twenty teen, teenagers in a warehouse. Yeah, he'll do it. Yeah, and it's like I never got that vibe with Frank, where oh, I'll just do it. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. Like with everything, the scene where he where the uh, where he goes to the the child pornographer, and they're like. Checking out the pictures to like get them developed. I thought he was gonna kill him. Why wouldn't Why didn't he? he kill him? It, no, there's a scene in season. He kills somebody for less in season one. He's at he, like a video store. And yeah, he asked Daredevil for some, season two. Yeah, yeah, and he asked for some I- information. And he leaves, and the guy's like, "Hey, you got uh, what did he say? I got like f- I got like sixteen or younger guaranteed." Basically, yeah, and he turns like around and he beats him to death. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he he just picks up a bat and beats up. I don't know what the fuck he did to him. He but he killed him. Fucked him up. That's the point. The dude really didn't do anything. He just said that he that he, not that he he just said that he sold videos of underage girls and pu- Frank murdered him. <laughs> yeah, as you should. And this guy like, actually records women and he didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, like this dude. This and then, guy who had a daughter. <laughs> yeah, and then he just he burns his warehouse down, destroying all the evidence, and then just leaves them to run away. Yes, and the cops could be like, "This psychopath just, just burned down, broke a, my like arms, a random and warehouse." My, yeah, or you could just leave that area, pretend he wasn't there, snap both of his legs. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, like he he could have just been like. Just walked away. Maybe and, tip off your friend in the uh, homeland, you know. Something. Yeah, tip off. Yeah. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> or kill him <laughs> or like just, the Punisher would do. My Frank Castle would have murdered that man. <laughs> Wouldn't have even thought about it. Wouldn't have blinked. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, oh, you do what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably would have enjoyed it. He probably would have. You know, and. Amy stopped him. Yeah. He, he was going to kill him. Yeah, he, he was. He was going to kill him. And I was like, oh. Fuck. I was like, let him. Yes, let him. do it. He was beating him to death. Yeah, and he, Amy was like, Frank. I'm like, no, you let him do it. He yeah, let yeah. him do no, it. No, 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 no. Let him finish. No, he's not done yet. <laughs> okay. Done. And then Amy just walked up and was like, hey, killing's not cool, bro. And then I'm like, shut the fuck up. Do you shut know, up. Do you, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, this is this Frank is, motherfucking Castle. <laughs> I have never seen, except for maybe The Last Jedi, a more tone-deaf understanding of this case, a misunderstanding of uh, who yeah, they are of creating. A protagonist. Yes. Like, it's one thing if he's like, okay, there's like a somewhat like, there's this dude who's like slinging dope. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, don't kill him. That's a little over the top. Okay, that's a bit more like. But this child porn guy needs to die. Yeah, and like, okay, that's a bit more dubious. Apparently, but even, like someone who. He, he he had kids, man. Yeah. He had a daughter. He would have killed him. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> I saw this panel of a comic where Frank guns down a street because someone littered. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no, You're I kidding. saw it. It was so funny. The whole street? I don't know if it was the whole street. That's so funny. But there's just this panel with this like skin tight Punisher suit. <laughs> and he's just gunning people down. He's like, littering is a federal crime. That's so 90s. <laughs> Hold on. It's freaking hilarious. And, um,. Like that's Frank, you yep, know. That to is me, Frank. he's unhinged. <laughs> he's in, he's insane. He should not be doing what he's doing, but he's doing it. He's doing and it, and I want to watch him do it. You know, 
Did you find the panel? I'm trying to find it. You keep talking. I'm trying to find it. Um, but yeah, so that really irritated me about the series. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> he see he he sees like a uh, like a, like like someone throw like a, a, a newspaper into a trash and he misses. Yeah. And he's hiding behind like 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 a like a brick wall and he probably goes, a broad daylight. He goes. Yeah, it is broad daylight. He goes. Littering is a crime against society. And he turns around the corner with like an M16 and starts gunning down this dude. <laughs> It's ridiculous. But it's, oh my god! And I'm not saying we need that. I'm not at all. Wait, but, and then he did, he runs a red light. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. The guy who literally tries to run, he gets into like a taxi and tells the guy to just run. And this is Punisher in his head. He goes, "The light is red, <laughs> and that cabbie is plowing right through it. Another crime." And then he starts lighting up again. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not saying we need that type of like. I need it. Well, <laughs> it's so funny. Another crime. Another crime. That's so funny. Holy shit. But my point is is that <gasps> this man is killed for a lot less. <laughs> yeah. And the, Holy he, fuck. he let a child pornographer go. Not only that. He let the child pornographer go without any consequences, other than some broken arms. I mean, okay, yeah, he fucked him up he a little bit. He broke his arms, but the he could just go to the cops and be like, "I got mugged in the street." Like, there, there's no nothing connecting him to that little studio anymore. Yep, because it's burned down. You know what I think is like what tells you what kind of a man Frank Castle is. What? So this is comic. I forgot what Punisher's after, but uh, Wolverine. Is in his way, even if not like fully, he's in some way or form like an obstacle, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you can't kill him, so Frank parks a steamroller on top of him <laughs> and leaves him. It's <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> just blow his legs off. <laughs> he does shoot his legs, and then he parks a steamroller on him and just leaves. <laughs> he won't kill him, but he'll be there a while. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so he's so fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah he's ridiculous. He's crazy. He is hilariously crazy. And I honestly, the Punisher is my favorite like Marvel character, probably. Uh, certainly up there with you know Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I prefer him over Spider Man. I-, I love Spider Man, but the Punisher, like, I mean, come on, you heard <laughs> it here so first. Funny. Like, um, <laughs> so can't kill you. I'm gonna perk a steamroller on you instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and, and I just I love. Love John Bernthal. Yep. Love his portrayal. He's, great. He's the only reason I kept watching. Same, and, actually. And Curtis. I liked Curtis. Uh, but I watch for Amy. <laughs> you freaking weirdo. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I watched for John Bernthal's performance. Masterful performance. Like I, I, I watched a scene where he goes back to the uh, Jake guy that he's torturing to get some information out of, mm-hmm. and he walks in the door as uh, Curtis is like bandaging him up. And you see, if you watch his right hand, his finger starts t- he's twitching. twitching. I saw that. I'm like, like holy fuck, that's cool. <laughs> like, 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 he feels like he has a gun in his hand. Yeah, he's like, that's he's so he's metal. like twitching. And I'm like, that's that is awesome. the coolest shit ever. And, and I try to do it. It's harder to do than it than it looks. You can't just do it. Yeah, it was it was better than what yeah than, he's, he's like, than what like, I'm doing. He's like moving around and like he he can't sit still. He's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, and like, like like it's like he wants to be pulling a trigger. Like he he, he doesn't care what he's shooting or beating a child molester to death. <laughs> yeah, or anything like that. But no, he let them go. Whatever, man. Whatever. Man. But that's when I knew I'm like this John Bernthal dude gets it. Like he's he good. understands what what Punisher is. Punisher's all about. He gets it, but the showrunners didn't. And um, even his little like corn, I'll dance with you at the very end. 
Punisher, perfect That's, Punisher. Yep. Like, thank you. I'll dance with you. And, and and then he just yells. Like you get that last Punisher scream He's just that you'll probably ever yelling. Yeah, it's wonderful. Machine gunning teenagers to their deaths. Yes. <laughs> That's so Punisher. As you do. Oh my god. And uh I see just, Tristan said, man, the whole scene best scene. I'm like, I think it's kinda of fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up and it's not it's not long enough to be the best scene. You know what I mean? It, yeah, like the best scene just... is definitely that bathroom fight in the first two two episodes. That was I a good think. scene because he beating the fuck out of women. That's not why, but I think it's hilarious that I, he doesn't care. <laughs> I I like the um, probably my favorite scene would be the gym fight. The gym fight's good. I like the scene. Believe it or not, I like the John Pilgrim fight where he takes those teeth out of his head. Oh, that's so gross. It was it was fucking insane. But I also really like uh, the scene where he's in the forest and he's got his. Uh, oh, he like yeah, he, he yeah, got yeah. the black tape, and he like tapes it. And he's just like, because that's there's too many fist fights. Like Punisher's about guns, yep. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's cool to watch him brutally just <laughs> eviscerate somebody. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see him just like gunning down without a second thought. Like mm-hmm. I want a John Wick style just shootout scene. I never got it. Never get the closest I got was <laughs> I totally for- forgot about that police station like yeah, shootout scene. Yeah. Of course, okay. it's okay. The other issue is the fact that the season's too long. It <laughs> yeah, spreads it's definitely way a little too bit thin. of fluff. But um, that pizza scene, you never cut that. <laughs> is that Lombardi's? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Is that Lombardi's? That was I, l- I, l- I don't know why you did, but I loved it. I loved his reaction to it, but I hated. Holy shit! <laughs> but I hated. The Amy. fact that yes, like it's ridiculous. Because like, she's a little bitch. Yes, <laughs> like I was kind of warming up, and the only other time, the only time I really warmed up to her and kind of felt some like bad for, her, excuse me, was when Frank pulled a gun on her, and like almost blew her head off. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she just got yelled at. Yeah, she was trying to. I don't know what she's trying to do. She 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 was trying to try the the, the disarm yeah, 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 yeah. move, and he almost shot her in the face. Yeah, and like. She looks horrified, and I'm like, that maniac of a man is yelling at you. Yeah, I'd be horrified. He's a maniac. I shit myself. And he's pointing a gun at you and shooting by your head to like prove a point. Like that is Punisher. That he is, is un fucking hinged. He's a great father, isn't he? He's a wonderful <laughs> father. Fantastic. And then I was like, oh come on, dude, don't be. Come, come, on, on. come like, on, get your kids or dad, but calm down. Yeah, like for, relax. Like I'm glad Kurt was there. Be like, yo, it in. Asshole. She's a kid. Calm, yeah. calm down. Stop it. Easy. Get some help. Get some help. But <laughs> um, Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> but other than that, she's just a bitch, man. Like she she's like she spends the whole first half of the series like trying to run away. And I'm like, okay, I kinda understand. Just swearing up and down that she has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, I'm like, why are you being like this? Like he's like, caught her red red hand and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> and he sat there and killed for her. Like, I mean, I don't like multiple times. How much more like do you what do you need, need to? What, what does he need to do to prove? He's already murdered seven people in this bar for you. Yeah, had nothing to do with him. Nothing. He, he could have just, just watched. Well, granted, he kind of felt like murder. <laughs> well, yeah, he felt like That's killing people. That's p- pretty frank of him to just murder people because he feels he feels like it. Yeah, like I I know some people. Like I was telling my friend about, it, he was like <laughs> Who That's, murder for fun. Well, like he he was like like what why is everything happening? I'm like, well, Frank just Frank had a. Like a murder boner, and he's had yeah. You just decided to step in and hurt some people. Yeah, and he's like. Well, cool. that's kind of stupid. Like, and, is it though? And I'm like, I yes, kind of like it, but I, I like it. like it. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, Amy, like from the very first scene. Well, uh, I actually thought the first scene where she calls him Rough Road. I kind of like that, but <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> what are you looking at? You were looking at me. Shut the fuck up, old man. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I actually loved Frank's reaction because he just kind of like chuckles and like just. <laughs> 
He's like, you looking at me, kid? <laughs> Whatever, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that scene quite a bit. The whole first three episodes good. are banger. Good. Like, I love that it opens and he's just in a van just covered in blood. I'm like, where? What, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... What are we gonna do now? You <laughs> just just completely just lighten up these people. I'm I was like, like what holy the fuck, <laughs> man! I like I was watching. I hope those are just like law-abiding citizens <laughs> and not bad people. <laughs> like he just got caught up in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, the one the wrong red light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I remember the first like three episodes. I'm like, dude, this is baller. Like oh, yeah, this, this is what hard. I want. Like I'm glad this we're finally getting no. Then they get to New York, and then that all happens. Ugh, Madani. <sighs> I didn't mind Madani. Ugh, Billy Russo's goddamn therapist. Did she, answer me this. Did the <laughs> actress who played Madani, did she have a messed up front tooth in the first season? She wasn't in the, oh, you mean who? The actress who played Ma- Madani. Madani? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember her teeth, to be fair. I'm pretty sure she had, like, one tooth that was, like, kind of shifting on top of the other. looking at her jaw a lot. Plus, that first season came out a while ago. I'll have to go look it up. Because it was like Punisher season one, and then it was like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Defenders. It's It's been a while. It's been a minute. And then... Um, Too bad they're all canceled. <laughs> really? Although, after watching Punisher season two, this is what we're going to keep getting. Like, I'm kind of glad. Because I'm like, I... What... I don't know why I'm watching them. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I've, I, I'm watching... Like, I watched Punisher season two out of, like, a sort of obligation because I was like, this is the last season that we're probably going to get of these Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wanted to watch it. You know, I like The Punisher. but um, And I like John Bernthal's portrayal, obviously. But peak Punisher was Daredevil season two. You know? The first four episodes killed it. Loved every second of it. I, I That's what I wanted. Because he was... He was it, peak, like, maniac Punisher was that season. Yeah. Which is terrifying. <laughs> and then, like... I mean, the, there's scenes in that series where you don't <clears throat> even see his face. No. But, like, you just... I, the first scene he's like ever involved in is like there's this like meeting of like I want to say they're like Irish gangs and he kills all of them just, just shoots the whole room down <laughs> and you don't see him once isn't that why Daredevil has a problem with him because he kills every gang in New York yeah yeah holy fuck he just he's a murderer and like the foil between Daredevil and the Punisher is the most interesting thing mm-hmm. in my opinion about that whole Netflix thing about anything Marvel's done yep. for me. <laughs> Like, I know some people, like, I mean, you know, I, I, I enjoy the Marvel movies. They're not my favorite, but <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you going to do it? The foil between Iron Man and Captain America is pretty interesting myself. <laughs> it is interesting. You're right. You're absolutely right. Too but bad Cap's going to die. <laughs> God, don't remind me. Um, no, please remind me. I love Cap. I hate him. I, I don't hate Cap. him. You just, he's not I like him as a character, but I like that I can, like, disagree with him, you know? Yeah. I understand. Like I enjoy that just because he's the American way that I I can still be like, no, he's kind of wrong though. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he's not a. Per- That's interesting. The 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 fact that he is flawed and his thinking is often kind of Boy Scoutish and flawed and wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it can be wrong sometimes, and like. That's what. That's why I'm interested in him because he believes so much of what he like. Even there's something attractive about a person who really believes what they're saying, even if they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Often it's the way it's presented to you more so than what is said to you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're kind of on tangent. But uh, yeah, the Punisher Daredevil foil in the first four episodes was my favorite thing Marvel's ever done. Like just the scenes with them on the rooftop with Daredevil fucking chained to a <laughs> chimney because he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> and 
I, I just love it. And he's like, you, you knock them down, they get back up. I knock them down, they stay down. Like, like I'm not yep. doing it justice, but, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, I knock them down, they <laughs> stay down. <laughs> Feller. You Feller. <laughs> you know, I love See, it. I like that they just had, a, like, a couple episodes of them just talking. Yeah, it's like, great. Like, they're, like, why they do things and what they think is right. I talked, I was talking to you and I sent it to you. Uh, I'm reading a Transformers comic right now, right? Uh-huh. Where Optimus Prime and Megatron just sit down and talk. For a whole issue, they just talk. Yeah. And it's one of the most interesting things, Transformer or not, that I've read. And it's amazing. It's great. It's great. Because, let's face it, I mean, I love action as much as, and I'm kind of contradicting myself because, like, at the top of this, I was basically saying I wanted more action. And <laughs> I do want more action. But... The problem wasn't that Daredevil 2 focused too much on character. That's not an issue. That's fine. I prefer that. The issue is is that they were focusing on the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And they were creating a character that I didn't recognize. I didn't know who the fuck they were trying to make. Um, it felt like Punisher Light in a lot of ways. Like I, It somehow felt less hardcore than uh, Thomas Jane's <laughs> Punisher from the old movies. Yeah. And... For a lot of people, he is the Punisher. Like, he did that uh, old short film where he beats those dudes to death yeah. with a bottle of Jack. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is the most... What is it called? The Laundromat or something? Uh, Dirty something. Laundry yeah, or yeah. something like that. Fucking awesome. That's good. It's crazy cool. It's <laughs> I love Thomas Jane, though, so I Who guess that's Who played Punisher in the second movie? Is that Ray Stevenson. I, I like that one a lot. Uh, Punisher Warzone? Yeah, I like that. That's more comic book. Like, yeah. And it's silly, but it's like, you know... It's cool, but at the same time, Jigsaw falls from like a well. Jigsaw actually glass. looks like Jigsaw because he falls in like a glass recycling plant. Oh my God, it's like he fell into a blender. <laughs> God, um, but yeah. So yeah, I just and the scene and the fact that the Punisher in Daredevil season two he doesn't take his mask off. Why? I don't know. Crazy dude. Yeah, it's just it's an interesting thing he to think care. about. He didn't give a shit. He didn't give a shit who you are. You know, just don't agree with you. Yeah, and I will kill you if you get back in my way. <laughs> in my, fa I think the first time you hear him say a word in that series is when he says "bang" and he shoots <laughs> in, the in the face. Head. It's so funny. Holy shit! And uh, do you know who says "bang"? Psychopath. Uh, yeah, and he was. That was Frank unhinged, and somehow he became more hinged. Yeah, he got more hinges, which is weird. <laughs> it's very strange. It should have worked in reverse. <laughs> he should have been like the craziest now. Yeah, and it's Whatever. he wasn't. Whatever. Well, maybe he is. I, I, I guess because teenagers. The, the death of his family was more like it was. What's the word? Raw. Yeah, it was more raw. But I guess I don't get maybe it. I don't know. That's not how his character works. So his character. The it's, point is that it's always there for him. You know, I read in a certain Punisher series, he was he didn't give a shit about his family. <laughs> Like, he wanted a divorce. Oh, fuck. Like, he just wanted an excuse to go on these, like, violent rampages. I've heard that, that in some instances he just likes the excuse. Yeah. To he, go murder. Yeah, like, the his family dying is an excuse. Like, he doesn't give a shit, yep. really. You know, I'm sure he does, but, like, not like he does in the series, mm -hmm. you know, in the Punisher series on Netflix. But, um, anyway, I just, uh... The Punisher's, the Punisher is in a weird place in comics right now. I think he he's the ghostwriter right now, which is weird. He's what? The Punisher is the ghostwriter. Really? Like he has, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. We're going to cut all this out. I'm sorry. I, I've had a text for like an hour. Am I going to cut it out, though? Well, we're we're going to edit this tomorrow. Whatever. We're going to listen to the whole thing and edit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can leave this. In. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah, uh, I just mean those like dead air moments. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so that's the Punisher, Mark. I wanted to. What's up? I asked you about Power Rangers. 
I wanted to get into because this <laughs> kind of veered off course a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I want to get into what I look for in fiction. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, that. that hurt. <laughs> um, and I want to do that. Hold on, just a minute. Damn it, he brought he brought examples. I did. Is that Playboy? Yeah. That's what you view in story time. That's weird. I do. I look for the I look for the plot. <laughs> um. <laughs> I've got four books with me. Holy shit! They're all fifth. They're all for the Fifty Shades books. He has free <laughs> twice. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me. One of these is my mom's copy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I you talked from a like television perspective, kind of a movie perspective. Howdy. I'm more of a book and video game guy. Uh, to be honest with you, I like movies a, like a lot. But um, I'm very particular with my movies. Don't get me wrong. I love a good book. Yeah. I love a good game. I've seen your library. <laughs> <laughs> three stories. True story. No, I said it's three stories. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, you've been, the, so you would know. The beginning and middle and end. My library is three stories long. Tall. Oh. Wide. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I'm cutting it. It didn't work. I'm cutting it. It's <laughs> fine. No, I think that's more on me. But um, <laughs> so what I brought with me here is, um, well, one book of these I haven't read yet, but it was the I just it's by a guy that I really admire. Um, I've got the Iliad with me. I've got the Road by Cormac McCarthy. The Iliad by Homer, obviously. Um, and I've got Absalom, Absalom by William Faulkner. And I've got Four Great Tragedies by Shakespeare, which uh, includes his Four Great Tragedies: Hamlet, Othello, King Lear, and Macbeth. Um, and I I honestly think there's something that connects all these works. Um, and it speaks to me as, and I, I honestly do believe like what you read kind of speaks to who you are, what you're interested in as a person. Because, um, I look for very specific things in my fiction, and I'll I'll pull. A, I've got some underlined examples that I want to share with you. But um, the 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 through line with all of these books is, in my opinion, all of these books are very masculine. <laughs> And, and I'm going to explain. All these books are very masculine, but all of them have commentary on masculinity, which I think is fascinating. Uh, in fiction, what I'm really looking for is this, like, revisionist Western type thing where it's, like, it's a commentary on the forms themselves in a way. Mm -hmm. um, all of these books are very violent, every one of them. And very evil. Like, there's an inherent evil in each of these works. Um, mo most notably, probably, uh, well, I can't even say which one's the most evil. I mean, probably Macbeth, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or Faulkner. Faulkner's fucking evil, dude. <laughs> like, and and he, his evil is such that he doesn't have to come at you with violence mm -hmm. to, like, show you how evil things are. Because, I mean, he, he wrote a lot about, obviously, the... Uh, the dying South, the Reconstruction era of the South, when, you know, slavery was ended, but all these, you know, uh, white slave owners yep. were like, well, what the fuck do we do now? You know, and... Um, they can't read. Don't tell them it's over. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's very fascinating to me because Faulkner, like, he was very much interested in, like, portraying the, the rage of, you know, you know, it's not... Slavery is not... I'm going to preface all of this by saying <laughs> slavery is obviously not right. That's not what I'm saying. However! <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. But 
it makes for very fascinating reading because it deeply explores the rage and the anger and just the complete like heartbreak of not no not having a home anymore not knowing who you are not everything cuz the south lost right we obviously 100% they lost so they i still think in some ways are looked at as losers cuz they lost the war <laughs> you know like the that, same way that germany is always looked at as the loser right. cuz they lost the war exactly and like that shit doesn't change, you know, like you and it's even worse because they started it. Yep. You know, the Confederates mm-hmm. seceded. They started it and they and got, they got lost. their ass kicked. And it's the same. And, and I'm from the South, so I'm not even like I'm from Tennessee. I'm nev- definitely not. I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> are you? I, I hate I, it. I guess you are. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Um, I'm from the South, and I love the South. I love being Southern. I, I love, and I'm definitely Yeehaw. the I'm definitely the least Southern like kid you're ever gonna find. I'm not. I don't. Dude, you wearing a you wearing a Confederate flag right now? Oh what my god! About? Oh my god! I can't believe <laughs> I I'm going mudding later. Oh god! <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not trying to like shit down the neck of the South because <laughs> I feel like that's such a weird saying. <laughs> it's shit down the neck of the South. Yeah. Um, because I do oh, feel like. Shit. I do feel like we get shit on sometimes. Or shit down, <laughs> if you will. Shit, shit down, if you will. But but that's not just, you know, the South. We shit on people in the North down here, too. Yeah, we shit down the North all the time. <laughs> all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, But, yeah, I just, it's fast. Faulkner's fascinating to me because he exhibits this rage, and, like, it's, it's this anger. And to me, there's a couple ways you can view life. And one of those ways that writers that I'm interested in are obsessed with is viewing the supposed, like, there's no inherent meaning in life that can be seen. So the natural response to that could be anger and frustration. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're pissed. Because that, you don't know why. Yeah, you're just here with no reason, mm-hmm. and you're just raging against a world that just does not react to you at all. And that's what Faulkner, I think, and he's, uh, Faulkner writes like a fever dream. Like, it's like a river of just... <laughs> Um, is, that, is that the guy that just told me to read that one page and see if I knew what yeah, was yeah. happening? Faulkner. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> His language is like a river. It just flows. And he has less complicated It words. drowns you. <laughs> it does. And I think, honestly, that was the point. Like, And, and he has works that make you know more conventional styles. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know... Uh, his his whole stream of consciousness thing is is what it's called. Um, it drowns you. It it like it just engulfs you. It immerses you. It makes you feel the like oppressive heat of you know the South mm-hmm. and you know, uh, you know you feel. The, I don't want to say like you. I it it's hard for me to formulate without you know like let me read you an example. You um, almost feel the slavery. <laughs> well, and I don't want to say that because obviously that's <laughs> I said not it. true. Uh, because, you know, it's different. You know, one's fiction, one was fucking real. Correct. But, um, so, like, here's a... I'm, I'm going to read you a little bit here. Um, I wish I had wish I had underlined it, to be honest God with you. Damn. But uh, I'll read you basically the first little bit of Absalom, Absalom. From a little after 2 o'clock until almost sundown of the long, still, hot, weary, dead September. Let me point this out. He used... One, two, three, four adjectives <laughs> back to back. Five, if you count still as an adjective. Um, and I do. Weary dead September afternoon, 
They sat in what Miss called what Miss Coldfield still called the office because her father called it that. A dim, hot, airless room with the blinds all closed and fastened for 43 summers because when she was a girl she had believed that light and moving air carried heat and that dark was always cooler, and which, as the sun shone fuller and fuller on the side of that house, became latticed with yellow lashes full of dust motes, which Quentin thought of as being flecks of the dead old dried paint itself blown inward from the scaling blinds as wind might have blown them. That's one sentence. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't read that, brother. I couldn't read it. That is one Holy sentence. Shit. And there's also another line, and, and this gets a little bit closer to what I'm what I'm talking about in, in regards to Faulkner. And this might interest you a little bit more. Miss Coldfield in the eternal black which she had worn for 43 years now, whether for sister, father, or not husband, none knew. Not husband. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so they're just talking. They're not married. They're just talking. <laughs> none knew. Sitting so bolt upright in the straight hard chair that was so tall for her that her legs hung straight and rigid as if she had iron shin bones and ankles clear of the floor with that air of impotent and static rage like children's feet and talking in that grim, haggard, amazed voice until at last listening would renege and hearing sense self-confounded and the long dead object of her impotent yet indomitable frustration would appear as though by outraged recapitulation evoked quiet and attentive and harmless out of the binding and dreamy and victorious dust. Dude, holy fuck. What the <laughs> fuck? That is the most insane and just collection like, of words. Yeah, and I I mean it's just it's a symphony of words and I don't even know what all of them are getting at, but that's yep. okay because when I'm reading something, I don't have to understand everything. And I think fiction could take a, a hand from that, where that where we feel the need. The, it's like you were talking about with Power Rangers, where they want to explain everything, mm-hmm. you know, where everything came from. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. In fact, if I don't know, it's probably better. Probably a little bit more interesting. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's Faulkner, and like you, you kind of get that idea of that oppressiveness, that oppressive, just relentless words just coming at you. It feels like you, you know. Feels like you're being weighed down. You know, you're tired after you read it. You feel like you've been in the heat all oh, day. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. I didn't even read it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and this is actually one of his harder works for for that reason. The Sound and the Fury is very hard. So too, he has softer works. Yeah, like the, there's books called uh, A Light in August, which are a little bit lighter. Is that is that a little flaccid? A little flaccid. Cool. 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 But uh, there's also I think this might be a little bit too uh, erect for me. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, there's also a book called As I Lay Dying, which is the only work of Faulkner that I've actually finished. Mm-hmm. Um, My eyes bled when I was done. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like it's not the work. It's not like like that dense, but mm-hmm. it's dense in that like it's it, it feels like a nightmare. Like that book feels like a fucking nightmare. If you don't know what that book's about, it's about the Bundrens. They're taking their dead uh, matriarch of their family, like the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, She's dying, and, like, one of their sons is outside, like, building her casket outside her window, like, as she watches him build it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea is that she wants to be buried in Jefferson, but it just feels like everything in the universe is preventing them from getting to Jefferson with this body. And it takes them so long that the body starts to rot and stink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, and they start smelling it. It starts, like, clinging to their clothes and stuff like that. And they're just... It's pitiful. Like, just... 
the bullshit. It, like, how <laughs> you won't call it bullshit because it feels biblical. You can call it bullshit. <laughs> like, like, it feels like an Old Testament story where it's uh-huh. like, if shit's just fucked. Yeah, like it. It feels like there's no hope. Uh huh. And there's another book in here that I'll talk about the road. We know with things where there's no hope. Kind of sounds like a western, which coincidentally you love. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I do. Good. Good. I like that. That's I like. Where, I like where your head's at. Appreciate. You. Um. But it, it, Harold Bloom famously called it. Uh, he called "As I Lay Dying" a call from hell, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, howdy. <laughs> basically, that's what it's what it feels like. Because when you're reading that book, if something can go wrong, it goes wrong. You What's know? that called? Murphy's law. <laughs> Murphy's yeah, law. Yeah, basically. But but it feels like Murphy's law. It's such a like a at a at a level that extends beyond time. Because while this he writes about slavery, and while he writes about these, you know, just horribly just decrepit characters and just horrible people. It's also meditation on the universe. You know yep. what I mean? Like it's just there are several scenes where he just starts, you know, talking about the universe and things like. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This is nuts. And uh, but <laughs> it's, it's too late for this. God damn. But it, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but it always it always fits. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like. And I've noticed this a lot about uh, about a lot of Gothic authors, like Southern Gothic specifically, is that they are obsessed with not only capturing evil and rage and anger but they're but they're interested in capturing humanity on a universe scale like they want to go as big as you can mm-hmm. and then they want to go as small as you can you know like they're, they're a lot of the southern gothic literature that I've come across is one of extremes and um, I love it I think it's gorgeous but um, you know I, I, I know it, that page probably <laughs> threw a lot of people away my but soul is destroyed <laughs> I, I and it's hard to read. It's hard reading. You know, like fucked up shit happens. You know, and, it, and it's not politically correct. You know, it uses. <laughs> I mean, it well, definitely not because you know when it was written and everything. But uh, the language in it, you know, it's you know it's done all the pull any punches. You know, it was written in that time, and um, and I, I'm not one of those guys that thinks like just because you write from the perspective of a racist character that you are racist. Yeah, I I don't subscribe to that at all that's Same a weird reason. thing to believe in yeah it's very strange but like some people are like banning mark twain books because they think he's a racist what's well, like what first off what the fuck yeah yeah i mean like <laughs> really and that's it, dumb it is silly and it's like huck finn is racist second he's dead so who cares really he, honestly like, you know, who cares who gives a fuck if mark twain's racist but what um, gonna do cancel him on twitter he's dead he doesn't give a shit yeah and i mean like Huck Finn is a racist book. Huck Finn is a racist character. Yeah, but the point, <laughs> but that's the point. You I know, I read what I mean? it. It's not. <laughs> it, it's rough. Oh isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, like the whole ending of that book is like they're just terrorizing Jim. They're they're making him a the sport of their game almost mm-hmm. instead of like just helping him get away. But oh but, no, but that's besides point. Um, damn Huckleberry, damn Huckleberry. But then he decides, you know. I don't care. I'm going to help my friend out. That's what he ends up deciding to do. And I think Huck Finn is a beautiful book in a lot of ways. Uh, it's it's not perfect. I think it's probably one of the great... It definitely is one of the great American works. Definitely one of, one of the best things Americans have ever given to the world. But anyway, um, I want to talk a little bit about the... What? <laughs> Nothing. Are you okay? It's like one of the great things that America has given to the world. I'm like, that and the war. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, partner. You're welcome, Europe. 
We'd always be in Kraut by now if it wasn't for us. <laughs> um, so I want to talk a little bit about the Iliad because, um, and, and I'll be brief on this one, but um, this is another work about a whole lot of rage and a whole lot of anger because Achilles. A whole lot of Greek. Yeah, a whole lot of Greek. Um, the w- first word in the book is rage. You serious? Yes. Oh, yeah. The, well, not in this translation, but um, in most translation, rage is the first word. And I love that because the Iliad is often considered the beginning of Western canon. And I think it is because the Greeks kind of started everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Romans copied it, which is fine. Yeah, we copied and then we copied them. Yeah. Everybody's copying somebody. Yep. And, and unless you were. Who's th- going to copy us? I don't know. Who knows? Who's going to copy this podcast? I, I hope don't nobody. Think anybody wants to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the first w- words in the book are rage. And Achilles is such a. And I was actually talking to a professor about this earlier today. Um, Achilles is a complicated person because there are scenes of great, like grace and like where he like he cries with other soldiers who and and this is i'll I'll get into this in a minute but uh he cries with other soldiers about the losses they're suffering in troy over something that a lot of them have nothing to do with and um it's really one of the the first work in western literature is a largely a satire on war it feels like and it's a work of ptsd like this book is the first account of like post-traumatic stress disorder because Mm -hmm. There's a great book that I'm working through alongside this um, called Achilles in Vietnam. And it's essentially this guy, this psychologist, he took, um, he was listening to the testimonies of his patients from Vietnam. And he decided to go back and read all the books in college that he skipped. And the Iliad was one of them. And he was reading these accounts from the Iliad and then comparing them to his accounts from the Vietnam soldiers, and they were like night and day. It was, oh, like, wow. a, it was like identical, like what they were talking about, the the loss and the you know, the rage they felt, the betrayal they felt, That's and things crazy. like that. It's neat. And mm-hmm. It's like it's ever since the Iliad, we in the West at least, in America specifically, have been obsessed with this idea of being so goddamn mad <laughs> like that we just we resort to the most extreme solutions to mm-hmm. things, you know? We're not going to sit here and you're going to fuck up. If I say something mean to you or something, it's, you know, me and you are cool, so we I, I could just be like, oh, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, I'm sorry I said that. You'd and still we, get stabbed, but you could yeah, definitely yeah, say yeah, you're yeah, sorry. Yeah, I would die. You but, would definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, with some people, like, oh, excuse me. Um, I don't know why I'm putting that back. Uh, you know, with some... If you have a political disagreement, you know, you can't even hash it out. You can't even be friends, you know? Like, me and Mark don't agree on everything. Certainly Never not. will. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I don't even know what we don't agree on. That's fine. I'm not sure either, but I'm sure there is stuff. Like, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's stuff. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it one day. <laughs> um, he just growls at me. That's weird. But the fact is, is that that doesn't really matter because I still... I see Mark for who he is. Like he, he is not the sum. <laughs> a dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I can. Excuse me. Oh wow. I do consider you. <laughs> Bless you. I, <laughs> I do consider you a good friend. Even like one, one of my best friends. You know, even if we don't agree on everything, that's fine. You know, my best friend, who's up in Cincinnati, we we don't agree on any everything. You know, but he's still my best friend. Shout out to Marcos. Oh yeah. Um, but. The thing is, is that 
I don't see people as the summation of their beliefs necessarily because I know the beliefs <laughs> depends can, on their beliefs, brother. <laughs> I suppose because like, but at the same, beliefs can change, you know, with more information. Yes. Because sometimes beliefs are unless just, you're a Nazi, in which case, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there are extremes in every case. There are extremes, and you know, I've even seen you know neo Nazis like see the light and be like, "This is fucked up, what I'm doing," um, and you know, turn away from it. You know, there, there's this guy I'm forgetting his name, but he's a black man, and he ran. Um, he would like visit KKK meetings and like befriend KKK members and be like, you know. Why do you hate me? Oh, and wow. things like that. I think I know. I think I've seen that before. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm forgetting his name, but very interesting guy. And he would, he he just went and like he turned a lot of them, you know, and like made them because under- most of them didn't have an answer, right? Yeah. Mo- well, like it, that, that. That's the thing with like blind hatred is like you don't know why you hate a thing. Mm-hmm. You just hate it. It's like why? I don't, I don't know. I just do. I always have. That's not. That's not an answer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's like, that's kind of what I'm talking about in this Faulkner book, in the Iliad. These characters are so goddamn mad about what? Mm-hmm. You know? Achilles is mad at first because Agamemnon, the king of the king's brother, the Greek, the, the, the leader of the Greeks, basically, they're stationed in Troy. Um, he's He took his woman, his prize, rather, and. This book does not treat women well. It's <laughs> definitely not. You definitely treat them as prizes. Yikes. Um and that's a whole other can of worms, but the idea is that Achilles is first mad because he his honor's broken, you know, or, or he he's got a blemish on his honor. He feels dishonored. Prince Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like and you can see and and that's what, I guess that's kind of my point is that these works that I enjoy reading, like you can see their hands and everything else that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me make sure my mom is sorry. Okay. Um, oh, she the thinks hell? you're dead. <laughs> okay. Um, I can cut that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna work on this tomorrow. Um, and I don't want this to go on too long. Like, I don't want to go on good, really. too much of a tangent, but um, like I want to read you a line. That I really enjoyed. Anger, <laughs> rage. <laughs> um, it was in my honor. Here it is. gone. <laughs> um, there's a line in here. It's cu- it's in book nine, line thirty nine, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, it actually starts at line thirty seven. The son of devious devising Kronos has given you gifts in two ways. With the scepter, he gave you honor beyond all, but he did not give you a heart. And of all power, this is the greatest. That's heavy shit. That's pretty cool, actually. Like, I like that a lot. And there's also, um, there's also this concept in the book of these characters fighting against all logic. Like they will not win. The gods have said you won't win, but they're still. But a lot of the Greeks are like, no, we're gonna keep fighting. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Why? Like, yeah, it's just in, it's insanity. Besides, I respect your opinion, but uh, <laughs> like, eat a dick, brother. I don't yeah, care. <laughs> yeah, like, and there's this uh, there, there's a line further on that says, um, uh, hold on, God damn it. here it is, sir, sir. Can you really believe the sons of the Achaeans are so unwarlike and so weak of their hearts as you call them? But if in truth your own heart is set upon going, going home, go. The way is there, and next to the water are standing your ships that came. So many of them. 
with you from Mykenae. I, I don't know how to pronounce all these Greek words. And yet the rest of the flowing Herodicians will stay here until we have sacked the city of Troy. Let even these also run away with their ships to the beloved land of their fathers. Still, we too, sl- sorry, <laughs> Slenthalos and I will fight till we witness the end of Ilion, which is Troy. Gotcha. For it was with God that we made our way hither. So they're just like, fuck it. We're going to stay here. I don't give a shit if we die. Fuck it. And um, last line I want to, and I think you'll like this one too. Uh, last line I want to uh, bring to your attention. Because another point of me bringing these up is I hope people read them. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I hope yeah. they find, you know, are kind of inspired to pick these up. Um, the next line I want to read is, but let me speak since I can call myself older than you are and go through the, no, I'm sorry. I need to restart a little bit. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yet you have not, this, this older guy, uh, Diome, uh, wait, no, this guy Nestor, which Agamemnon has great respect for, um, after Diomedes, uh, yeah, after Diomedes basically says, you know, we're not leaving, Nestor is talking to him because he's like, you know, hey, you're kind of young, so he may not be, like, taking your word very seriously, so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, like, back you up a little bit and be like, hey, you know, they're... This is what I think. Yeah. And he says, quote, Yet you have not made complete your argument. Since you are a young man still and could even be my own son, and my youngest born of all, yet still you argue in wisdom with the Argive kings, since all you have spoken was spoken fairly. But let me speak, since I can call myself older than you are, and go through the whole matter, since there is none who can dishonor the thing I say, not even powerful Agamemnon. This is the this is the line I really like. Out of all brotherhood, outlawed, homeless shall be that man who longs for all the horror of fighting among his own people. Wow. That's deep shit, man. Yeah, it's like it's just littered with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. This this feel this like I don't want to say this commentary on war. Yeah. That's what it is. And um I I love the I love this use of the word outlawed. Because when you think outlaws, I don't know, I think about cowboys. Um, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I think about cowboys, but it makes sense. Of Out of all brotherhood, outlawed, homeless shall be the man who longs for all the horror of fighting among his own people. What do outlaws do? They fight their countrymen. Fight their countrymen. They rob and murder and their steal from their own people. And because of that, they're outlaws. And they're homeless. They don't have a home. Bastards. Bastards. But yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, a little bit... I, I I hope I'm I hope you're picking up a common theme with what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Is this like I want to say this feeling of like dread? Well, yeah, it, rage. <laughs> this feeling of rage and dread that just like it, it's in a lot of works that I really enjoy because I think it's such a fascinating kind of this existential dread. Yeah, and like it's 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 forming itself. It's becoming rage. Mm-hmm. This just feeling of dread and lack of meaning is. Anthropomorphizing. Holy fuck! <sighs> Anthrop- anthropomorphic. It's, I think it's anthropomorphic. Yeah. Anthropomorphizing. Yeah. They, Sick. There you go. Is is becoming the? I'm just gonna say becoming. Yeah. <laughs> is is becoming rage. This this you know misunderstanding and not understanding life. But uh, last thing I want to bring up. I, I was gonna bring up Shakespeare, but I mean I'll, I'll fucking go on for three hours. Um, the last one I want to bring up is the road. Dead babies. Sorry. Mark, Mark, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Mark, I know you hate this book. Think it's boring as fuck. Sorry. And, just in my opinion, buddy. That's fine. That's fine. Um, 
But I do know you dislike this book. 20 chapters of, yeah, the road, still gray. <laughs> My son, he's still starving. And, um, but this book touches on something. This is actually the most hopeful book, I think, of all of them, believe it or not. Um, if you can believe it. <laughs> um, there's a line in here. It's when I first started underlining shit in books because I was like, fuck, dude, that's heavy as shit. <laughs> um, there's a part where they walk into a, like, a, uh, auto parts store mm. and there's a phone and the the, the, about, yeah. the line is then he picked up the phone and dialed the number of his father's house and that long ago the boy watched him what are you doing he said just cuts like there, there's no other there's no more dialogue about Nothing that to say there's like what can you say what is he doing you, you, you know what he's doing <laughs> yeah yeah like the boy doesn't know no but the fact that the boy doesn't know makes it more heartbreaking mm-hmm. and we as the readers know like like I could see myself in that situation, like, of having that much regret and that much, like, longing for the way things were, even if it wasn't perfect, Mm -hmm. that you do something desperate and, like, I don't want to say insane, but something that doesn't make any sense. Like, he knows the phone doesn't work, obviously, and that's not the point. The the point is, is, like, you know, I used to do this, and now I can't anymore. Um, That's one of my favorite lines of the book. Um... I love that part. I love the whole book, to be honest with you. I, I fuck. <laughs> I love this whole book. I th- I think it's uh I think it's basically, it's probably a perfect book. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. That's fair, man. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Um, there's a line where he says, "Old stories of courage and justice," as he remembered them until the boy was asleep in his blankets, and then he stoked the fire and lay down warm and full and listened to the low thunder of the falls beyond them in that dark and threadbare wood. Um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> the amount of rhythm mm-hmm. and just music of the language in Cormac McCarthy, I just think is phenomenal. I don't think there's a writer like him, uh, in past or present. Um, but it's, you know, talking about old stories of courage and justice. Hell, that could be the fucking Iliad. You know, <laughs> you know, like, you're in, right. And, um. Just these like little moments in these books, man. That like just they they really speak to me. They I really need to start going through and rereading stuff, and like you know, doing what you're doing and finding cool lines and you know, marking them. Right, and, and I'm only marking the lines that really touch me. You know, they, they that's they, why I wish that I don't I didn't buy my comics online because I want a physical copy that can mark it up. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I think even though it's Transformers, I feel like we're still looking for the same kinds of things. But I, I'm looking for it in mediums that are more stomachable to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I I hate trying to I hate it because I know it sounds stupid, but there is some deep shit in Transformers, man. No, I believe you. Doesn't seem like it, but comics has more of it can do more with the story. Doesn't have to appease to any certain group. So there's some deep, you know, like post traumatic stress stuff and regret and war and the whole stuff you're talking about in these comics about (laughs) big robots that like you know they punch each other. Yeah, but it's really fucking deep shit, man. Well, the the panels you've sent me on Snapchat and mm-hmm. Instagram and things like that, like they they're engaging. They are engaging. Like I want to know what happens next, and they're you're right. It's just it's these di- different mediums that people enjoy. You know, I'm not the biggest comic fan. I'm gonna be honest. I I, I like cartoons like Calvin and Hobbes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I love Calvin and Hobbes. But um, you know, a book like The Road or Absalom, Absalom, or As I Lay Dying or The Iliad, you know, that speaks to me more on a primal level than say you because I know. like pictures. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so yeah. you know, having a visual is nice. Mm-hmm. Not even gonna front, but um, 
you know, it, as far as games go, like I'm sure, I, I think we kind of form up more on the same side when in terms of games. You know, we don't really. I tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think we really care for multiplayer games as much as single player games like Spider Man. This is true, although. You <laughs> dropped a lot of time in like Black Ops Four, man. Well, the, I mean, <laughs> I dropped a lot of time. <laughs> well, I, uh, I th- I've gotten SMGs diamond. I've gotten the light machine guns diamond. I'm working on assault rifles right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess what I mean is, is that um, we're when we're looking for something, when we're considering a game. I just interrupted you to fuck no, up no, just no, as no. bad. No, no, no. <laughs> like, when we look for a game, we're looking not just for an enjoyable experience, but, like, a narrative that we can follow and, like, enjoy. You know, like, more a story we can agree with mm-hmm. in terms of its themes and its character and stuff like like that. Yeah. Like, I love Destiny. Like, it's not a good game, but I love the world and, and the sto- and the story as shit as it is. It's it's fun to me, you know? Right. And, and and I don't want to disparage, you know, things people like. So somebody could be listening to this, and be like, "Yo, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." That's I fair, I brother. Don't give a shit, and that's fine. That's fair. You know? uh, this doesn't have to mean these lines I've shared with you from these books. Like, they don't have to mean anything to you. The the point of this podcast was to tell you why they meant something to me. Hey, these are our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> you don't gotta like them. Yeah, yeah. But here they are. Here they are. <laughs> but but I kind of wanted to be a little bit deeper than just my opinion. Like like mm-hmm. I wanted to explain how these works like these these works i recognize i read and enjoy but i i wanted to understand why and i think i have figured it out at least somewhat mm-hmm. and it has a lot to do with th- these these moments that just hit me to the core you know like they just mean so much to me what's our time at right now uh hour 45 okay so we're gonna we're, we're gonna cut this off in about five in minutes in we'll go to like two maybe I wouldn't because I feel like someone's gonna walk in here and be like, "Hey, it's already four twenty though." I know that's why I'm thinking that if gotcha. they're gonna come, okay. they're gonna be here. So I kind of wanna, but um, we're we're at a good time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to do with this podcast. And I yeah. think I think we succeeded at least a little bit. Um, this is our, like I said, this is kind of our soft reboot a little bit, and um, we want to put this on some like more. The only difference is there's gonna be no Camaro at the end of this one, so um. No Camaro? No. No, definitely no, not. No. Definitely not. No connection to the old world at all. <laughs> yeah, none at all. Um, oh, I get it. Thanks, brother. God, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I got it, but I, I realized took, I didn't give you the reaction you wanted. No, yeah, yeah, it took me I didn't really expect a reaction. It was more for me than anything. Um, <laughs> just, just, just my rage. <laughs> there is a uh, definite through line that we're going to keep. Yeah. Um, it's still going to be this. That was loud. <laughs> it's still going to be... Hopefully, what you love, at least what you know, and what we know, um, I think our discussions have gotten better. Absolutely, since absolutely. We started doing oh, it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and and that mainly is. Sorry if I cut you off. No, go ahead. As I think it's mainly has to do with us being more comfortable with talking not just to each other, but with this as a medium. Yeah. You know, because it it is weird to start out with. It is uh-huh. very strange, but Be- you get into it. And I I still think there's some like awkward moments of like <laughs> just not knowing where to carry the conversation next or like not like you want to say something but you don't know how to formulate it quite yet and then it, someone makes a dick joke and we move on and that that thought is gone exactly <laughs> yep and um you know i i it's it's not a it's a great medium I, I love this medium and we're not great at it but i think we're pretty good at it i think we're getting there i think we're getting somewhere we're getting with better. this um but yeah i i I can't wait 
to see where this goes next, Mark. Hell yeah. I'm very excited. Very excited, brother. Um, so yeah, I just formally want to tell you guys we're gonna try. <laughs> we're gonna give it our best. We're, we're gonna, gonna give it our best. We're gonna give it our best, and I and I hope you stick along for the ride because. What's it called? Oh, fuck it, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. And um, give it the old college try. That's what it's called. There you go. There you go. I got it. Um, bring it back. And I hope uh, this episode is giving giving you a little bit more insight into what me and Mark kind of look for when we're looking at a piece of fiction. You know, dude, why? this whole episode was like, man, Power Rangers kind of cool. <laughs> That's me, and you had some actual good shit. That's <laughs> not true. That's not true. You, you, I understand Power Rangers more than I ever have mm-hmm. since I met you. So, um, cool. and I, I, I have a more, I have a better respect for mediums I didn't really care for mm-hmm. before I met you. So, like comic books, like like comics, and like. Uh, I want to say Marvel movies. I still have a problem with those, but like that's fine. And, and, and I never disliked them. It's just you know I have problems with them. But I've gone over that ad nauseum. Um, just before you go, uh, Dre wants me to tell you hi. Hey, Dre. How you doing, I'm, partner? Uh, I'm talking to him. And he he asked to uh, you know what I'm doing. I said I'm on the podcast. He's like with who? I'm like it's just me and Kyle. He's like well tell him I said hi. Hey <laughs> Record there. it so I know. You know now, Dre. We're doing it. What's up, Dre? How you doing, man? We miss you. We want you back on. You were a great guest, man. You are right. <laughs> I'm kidding, brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I said he was okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's gonna be pissed when he hears that. Yeah, maybe, maybe just right. a little bit. No, we, and I, I, sorry, I can't. I keep going. No, 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 you're good. I asked you what time we're at because I wanted to get more into the comic transformer stuff. If, if that's that's we cool. can save for next. Yeah, week. there's uh, a lot. Plus, we're gonna have to actually listen to this and edit it. So I don't. I'm gonna. S- I think I'm gonna listen to this when I work out because I'm going to the gym after this. I okay. might just give it you know, a, a, a quick listen. All right. Well. Thank you guys for joining us. Next week, I we're probably gonna have Bo and AJ on. Maybe, maybe, maybe. De- it depends if you want to get like political. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? It's very political. Just tell me after the pod. Okay. Um, thank you guys. I'm gonna cut this bit. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, we but keep this part in after yeah, right now. Now. Uh, okay, guys. Thank you very much. I'm a Nazi. Fucking, we gotta cut God it again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gotta get out of here. Um. Thank you for listening. Thank oh, you, thank God. you, thank you so thank much. You. Hey, uh, for the cold open next week, you're gonna pick the uh, the, f- the the film for us this okay. time. The little segment. That's all you, brother. Yeah, and if you guys if you guys like feel the need to comment to like tell us what you think of that, I, I think it's fun. I enjoy it. I kind of want to make them like they're getting longer, and I wanted to be. They even need longer. to get longer. Like I, I want longer. a whole episode once, which is the entire scene. I think it'd be fun as fuck. <laughs> that would be fun as fuck. Um, but yeah, so for the nine thousandth time, thank you guys. <laughs> No more uh, cutting. This is it. (laughs) And we will uh, see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. I love you.